Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to another episode of No Waco. This is your host, Debbie. Welcome back to another episode of No Waco. It's your host, Debbie. And today we have some very special guests here in the studio. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Johnny Salas from Elena Hawaiian Barbecue. Hi everybody, my name is Lucy Howe, also one of the co-owners of Elena Hawaiian Barbecue. Well, welcome in. So one of the first questions I always ask is, what brought you to Waco or are you Waco natives? So not exactly a Waco native. I am from the 254 because I was born in Colleen Woo. and I also graduated out of Colleen. Um, Ellison High School. So very familiar with the area, uh, have a deep love for Central Texas. It does feel like home to me and very excited to be back in the city. Yay. Yep. So I'm a Texas native. I'm originally from Plano, Texas. And so, you know, him and I both have kind of bounced around the U.S. in our lifetimes, but we always knew Texas was home. So we're thrilled to be back in Waco. I think he moved back back in February and mm -hmm. I'm back just a month ago. Wow. Yeah. So you guys have only been here for a little while. How are you yeah. liking it so far? Oh, loving it. Yeah, definitely the Texas charm that we love, having a lot of space, having parking lots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, for sure. We moved um, from L.A. and the Bay Area because we were out there for our jobs after we graduated. Mm -hmm. um, but coming back, it feels like home. Um, seeing a lot of growth in Central Texas sure. between Austin, Colleen, Waco. And, um, you know, Waco is super unique. Um, I love the tight-knit community. Super excited to be part of it. And I love the way that the community supports the small businesses and wants to see us grow. So um, a lot of great people have we met already and excited to meet everybody. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you guys have just started your own small business. So tell me about Elena Hawaiian. Yeah, so Elena Hawaiian has always been a, a dream of mine because uh, growing up on the islands until I was about 13 years old in uh, Guam and Hawaii, coming to Texas, there wasn't many options for yeah. food or um, places to feel like I'm back at home. Yeah. So the closest thing we really had was having family barbecues where everybody would bring their best dish and we just have a celebration. I'm Nothing, invited next time. Yes, right? absolutely. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, essentially either everybody would bring their best dish and share it with each other or a family would host everybody. And yeah. there's not really a celebration or a birthday or a graduation. It's really just to gather together and enjoy food, yeah. have a good time together. So That's fantastic. Um, it's always been a dream of mine, um, specifically, or, or it's always been a dream of mine to have an Islander restaurant to kind of spread that culture, spread the food and educate people on our Aloha spirit, the Islander love. Um, and then most recently, um, 
reading into the opportunity of being part of LNL, uh, that was a specific goal of mine. So when I realized it was a chance for us to take over this restaurant here in Waco, I had to hop on it immediately once I figured out that the city is a really cool city. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so why do you think this is important in Waco? So um, there's not a lot of representation in the Islander community. Um, we are a small community, but we're growing rapidly. And um, recently with the term AAPI kind of mm -hmm. coming to light, um, we're seeing that a lot of Islander culture is influenced by Asian culture as well. And I feel like maybe in Texas, it's uh, a little further behind in the Asian American Pacific Islander realm, um, especially like having experience in Hawaii, California, um, they're kind of advanced in that area. Yeah. So here it's an opportunity for us to shine a light on that community, um, be a place where Islanders can come and feel like they're at home, um, possibly present opportunities for Islanders that are in the area. And then also just being a spot for folks who visited Hawaii, who visited Guam, been on the islands and fell in love with it and can't really go there as often as they'd like to. So a little escape for those who call it home and then those who go out there to have a good vacation and, you know, experience that Aloha spirit and Islander love. Yeah, and I love that you're bringing this to Waco. So you guys specialize in Hawaiian dishes. So tell me um, some of your signature dishes. Absolutely. So um, we can start off with the culture um, that brought the Hawaiian barbecue plate lunch together. Um, Eleanor is actually the creator of the term Hawaiian barbecue. Oh, wow. Um, so the culture of um, the Hawaiian plate lunch comes from the plantation days mm -hmm. where sugarcane was being, uh, it was a, a very popular product in Hawaii to be sold um, worldwide. So a lot of Asians came to Hawaii uh, to work on the plantations. So I believe like the first shipment of Chinese was like 80,000 Chinese males. There was Filipinos, there was Portuguese, there was Koreans and Japanese. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the Hawaiian plate lunch, it symbolizes those days in the plantation where um, after work, everybody would gather together, bring their best meal. So um, our signature Aloha mix plate comes with like the Korean style short rib, uh, Japanese style chicken teriyaki and uh, teriyaki beef. Oh, wow. um, as you can see, like the white rice and the seaweed comes from Japan, like mm -hmm. the musubis. Um, and then they, they also shared a lot of other meals like the um, Chinese noodles or uh, Filipino adobo. So those are things that we were interested in um, introducing to our menu. But right now, definitely like the fried fish. That's a Hawaiian thing. Um, if if we could do poi, we would, or like lao lao, we would, but there's not a huge demand in Waco. Um, but yeah, not it's really yet. just a, not yet, yeah, not yet. <laughs> um, but it's really just a symbolization of the Asian cultures coming together and in Hawaii being welcoming to these people and um, building a culture all together. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. fantastic. And one of my favorite dishes is the masubi. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. I love trying all the different kinds, but I keep going back to the spam. Mm -hmm. um, can you explain what a masubi is for people that might not know? Yeah, absolutely. So musubi is uh, essentially like a square, square-shaped rice snack. It's um, rice. Uh, you can do spam, chicken teriyaki, um, or uh, we even do like fried chicken katsu in it. Um, we put our teriyaki uh, base marinade on there. I mean, uh, sorry, our teriyaki sauce on there, and then we wrap it in seaweed. So essentially, where that came from is spam was a super popular product in Hawaii because mm -hmm. it had very high shelf life. And so what they would do is um, take rice, put it into the spam can, and press it down. Oh. 
and that's how the shape uh, came together. And um, then they would put, you know, whatever meat that they had on top and then just wrap it in seaweed. Wow, mm-hmm. that's so cool. And that's absolutely one of my favorite dishes. Um, so what has it been like so far um, being an AAPI business owner here in Waco? Sure, I can share a little bit. It's been really fun. Um, we've definitely kind of just hit the ground running. We're in our soft opening for about a month right now, but it's been great seeing how welcoming the community has been, yeah. how excited they've been for us to be reopened, and especially just the support that we've gotten you know, from folks who knew the food beforehand, folks who are interested in trying it, and Baylor students as well who are coming mm-hmm. back and saying, you know, I've seen this in other places, but I'm so glad to have it in my hometown. So that's been really kind of rewarding and welcoming knowing how much everybody loved our food and was excited to see us back definitely i will say too being a api owned business you know i don't think we expected any difficulties in waco but if anything we feel how much um i guess welcoming and excited the community is for this type of food yeah seeing some other restaurants in the area like yaki or cha community mm-hmm. we feel like we're kind of contributing to this movement right now of yeah. bringing modern asian food back into waco yeah Absolutely. i love that that's fantastic and what is something you would like to see more of in waco mm. what about you <laughs> <laughs> um well going back to the last question like uh and now for a word from our sponsors This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 911, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean, could it be? The Bolter House. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Welcome to One Star Rewind. 
a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine and vinyl. <laughs> so check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. <laughs> and now back to the episode. I think one of the things oh. I think one of the things I'd love to see is Hawaiian style shaved ice, Ooh. which is so different from kind of the shaved ice or snow cones that you'll get at you know school events here in Texas. Um, I don't I, I'm I know we have Asian desserts here in Waco, but yeah. I haven't seen Hawaiian style shaved ice, where sometimes the ice can be flavored or you can put on all different types of flavors on it, to- toppings like mochi, Ooh. you know, all types of things. Snow cap. Yeah, but I think the best part of that is. This ice is just so finely shredded that it just mm-hmm. melts in your mouth, and it's the perfect summertime snack. I was going to say, you're where it gets so hot, you would think we would need something like that totally. immediately. Exactly. Yeah. So it's definitely something that we're thinking about um, adding to our menu for next summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to clarify, if there's any locals listening, it's shave ice. There's no D. It's not shaved, shaved ice. ice. It's shave ice. <laughs> Got you. Yeah, for sure. That would be amazing because that's my favorite thing to do in Hawaii is go to shave ice. Um, I believe they're called Blue Mountain or Mountain Shave Ice uh, out in Waikile. Killer. I've known her for like 15 years and now uh, her family's taking over and she's on vacation everywhere. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. So that would be that'd be super cool. And I think another huge thing that would be great to implement in this area is um, kind of a food truck slash uh, food fest Ooh. to where the Asians come together um, AAPI population comes together and kind of same thing like with the Hawaiians, share their best dish, mm-hmm. have a uh, maybe a street closed down and let everybody experience kind of our street food and 
and come here and there and try out the different cultures. Yeah, that'd be so cool, especially now that we have East Market and mm-hmm. then you guys already mentioned Cha and some yeah. other amazing people locally. Um, yeah. I feel like we have such an amazing community growing and joining together that that would be a fantastic way to implement that. Yeah. Um, so you guys have been open for um, about a month now for your soft opening, but yeah. we're here to talk about your grand Yay! opening. So yes. tell us when it is, what it is, and what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. So our grand opening is going to be September 18th. That's a Sunday that coincides with Baylor's family weekend. Oh, perfect. So we're hoping to catch a lot of those folks coming in and really just throw a big party and let everybody know that we're open and give them a taste of Islander culture. So we'll have um, live music, a band led by a, a ukulele artist who tours all over the Americas called Kanoa. Then we also have a hula performance by Baila Pacifica who are coming in to give us kind of our closing show. Ooh. And we'll also have a bunch of different contests and games the one that we're most excited for is a musubi eating contest. So if any of y'all think you have big stomachs or can shove those down, yep, come no, on over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just going to be a big party and, you know, we'll have our foods, we'll have, you know, live events, live music, but we're just, you know, hoping the community shows up and joins our party. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be fantastic. Absolutely. And um, essentially how I, I like to say it is uh, it's just another barbecue for us. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our families come together and have barbecues and have a celebration. Sometimes we'll do live music. I used to be the kid with the ukulele. Yeah, you every, play the ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> used to be the kid with the ukulele singing all the songs and like, you know, around the campfire, around the barbecue, whatever it is. But we just want to welcome people into our family, into our ohana and um, kind of give them an authentic uh, Hawaiian experience or Islander experience. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I know you already talked about um, bringing them into the family. Um, we have a shout out section. So is there anybody you would like to shout out that has helped you along this journey? Absolutely. I would like to do a huge shout out to Miss um, Sarah Yee out in New Braunfels and Waco. I mean, uh, sorry, New Braunfels and San Antonio. Um, she has an LNL. Um, in both locations there. And she just opened a new one in San Antonio as well. Um, she's been a, a big mentor for us and she's from Guam. So oh, she wow. kind of embraced us. That's Auntie Sarah for me now. <laughs> and um, a huge shout out to her. Uh, another shout out I'd like to give is to uh, SoCal Speed Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, they let us be a food vendor at oh, one of their car shows and that went really well. Yeah, we, we got... had them on the show for their grand opening too. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we listened to uh, David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, really cool guy, really cool people over there. And um, they're super accepting and inviting to us. And they kind of got us into a, a customer basis that wouldn't always try Asian food or Hawaiian food. Um, but they loved it. It was a great event. So big shout out to them. And then yeah. another one I want to give is Echo and Waco, who's our Yay. neighbors in that complex. Um, you know, I think some folks may have seen us as competitors, mm-hmm. you know, reviving this food establishment that's right down the block from them. But they've been so welcoming. You know, we go to happy hour with them sometimes, Yay. stop after work for a beer. And they've just been a really great resource for understanding how to run a restaurant in that mm-hmm. area and what resources we can use, even things like utilities, who pumps our grease traps, all yeah. those things, they've been a great support to us. So mm-hmm. Shout out at Joe. Yeah, another shout out, um, we can shout out uh, Cha Community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jaja was uh, a great help with us understanding kind of the Waco area and how we can get involved in uh, growing the local community, especially the uh, AAPI community. Mm-hmm. Um, from everything we heard about her, everybody says she's a, a huge, asset to that Mm -hmm. movement and speaking with her this past week um, I could see exactly what they're talking about love her so much (laughs) yeah she's she's awesome yeah well thank you guys for coming on now give us all of your information where we can find you where we can find more about you give us your socials yep so all of our socials are going to be lnlbbq.waco that's all letters with a dot in between 
And then our website is going to be through our corporate um, system. That's just going to be hawaiianbarbecue.com. You can go on there, see information about us, and also order catering from that website. Ooh. But all of our socials will be lnlbbq.waco. All right, perfect. Well, again, thank you guys for coming on. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners today? Um, hoping to see you all at our grand opening. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Um, mahalo, aloha. Yeah. And mahalo so much for having us too, Debbie. Yes, We're of pleased course. to be here. And mahalo and aloha to the community. We'll see you all again real soon. All right. Bye. Shoot. Bye. Find us everywhere on all social media platforms, K-N-O-W underscore Waco. Check us out at roguemedianetwork.com and we're on YouTube under Rogue Media Network. Check out nowaco.com.